I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. In a way, it's become quite a ritual. Every week, I go to the Crawford Art Gallery website, crawfordartgallery.ie, and then I look up the work of the week. And I usually leave it till the very last minute until I talk to Michael Waldron, assistant curator at the Crawford Art Gallery, just to keep the surprise element alive. And, well, to be honest with you, I really was taken by surprise this week. Michael, this week's Work of the Week took me quite by surprise. It was not what I expected. Sean Scully, well, he knows his stripes anyway, and as far as I'm concerned, he's earned them as well. We're looking at modern art, and we're looking at a piece called East Coast Light One, and it dates back from 1973. And the interesting thing about this week, we actually get to see the artist for the first time as well, because he's posing for the camera in the online CrawfordArtGallery.ie website, where the work of the week lives every week. And he's smiling there with some of his works behind him. At first, I didn't know what I was looking at. I was wondering, was it a painting or was it something that was made like a tapestry or something like that? So if you could explain that it's a different type of painting that I've never come across before. Well, this is it. And I think you're quite right. It's, it can be, you know, when you're standing in front of us in a, in a gallery context, of course, yeah. you can you have a different experience of it. But online, you, you're kind of taken aback because it's quite busy and um, very formal in its, you know, there's a, a lot of form going on, if you will. Yeah. And I think mean, it could be forgiven for thinking it was gift wrapping paper <laughs> because it's, 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 it, it feels like it's been, you know, a graphic design essentially or something you might make digitally. But this is a painting and to describe it, I suppose, first of all, it's a large rectangle with a triangle at its base pointing yeah. downwards across the entire busy canvas is this grid of layered lines in different colours. And so it does feel like a tapestry, something that's woven or a basket, layer upon layer upon layer. So there's a lot of depth to it, something that is woven 
or the kind of cross-hatched, if you will. It looks like if you got a piece of tweed and you put it under a microscope and went up really, really, really close up on it, this is possibly what you might see, but it wouldn't be, it would be a lot hairier than this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're quite correct. And this is quite smooth in, in comparison to fabrics or, or, yeah. or textiles. Yeah. That, I suppose, brings me to that technique you were alluding to, which is called hard edge painting. Right. So you might ask, what is hard edge? Well, yeah. It's kind of, <laughs> the, the, the name describes it really, because what the artist would have done was he would have used tape to get a very, very crisp line and then he would have used spray paint to get a very even finish. Okay. And this is repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated. So it's built up quite laboriously over time. So you get this very crisp, straight line, no mixing of colors. Mm. And then you have the smoothness of spray paint, which, of course, is a little bit of a newer material to artists in the 70s. Now, there's an interesting argument that always goes on. When is art a craft or when is craft an art, you know? Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that discussion will be going on until the time ends. I think. It's, um, it's definitely, you know, I think in the mind of the artist or craftsperson, whether they feel their work is art or craft and how they present it. Yeah. In this case, I think this is very much fine art. Yeah. And it was very much engaged in the trends of art in the late 60s, early 70s, Sean Scully himself, who had been born in Dublin in 1945, yeah. he went to Croydon Art School and then to Newcastle University, but very working class background and worked as a graphic designer and worked in construction mm. and so on mm. before he kind of committed to being an artist. Mm. I think he said a few years ago when he, he showed his full body of work in, in the gallery, he said, don't tell me I can't do something because I'll go and do it. <laughs> and I think his pursuit of art might have had a little bit of a grain of that in it um, because he, he has proven without a doubt that he can do it. This anticipates this work, although it's quite busy and, and so on, it anticipates his later stripe paintings that he's become so famous for. Well, that's the interesting thing. He actually has a whole philosophy built around stripes in art. He has his own opinion about them. The stripe can do anything in any direction. And since it's so common, it corresponds to everything around us. And that might seem a little bit vague, but actually, no. What he means there is that he was, he was making this in a time when art was moving towards minimalism, things that were being much more pared back. He was very much influenced by abstraction. But he also, in 1969, I think, or 68, went to Morocco and wow. saw all of these textiles and tiles yeah. in the Islamic tradition, which were non-representational. You know, they weren't about the figure because that wasn't part of that tradition of art. Yeah. And so he saw something universal in that. I remember myself and Elmarie when we, we were on holidays and we got to go into one of those Moroccan palaces and we, we saw exactly how they loved certain shapes and certain geometrics and certain balance and certain types of light. A lot of stripes I noticed, all right, you know, being cast through windows and all of that. And then I was just about to say, years ago, there was a critique of Casablanca, the film, right? 
And if you look mm. your way through it, you'll discover there's actually stripes at work all the time. It was almost like it was designed into the making of the film. So a lot of shots were shown where you had stripes coming from awnings or in the background or on wallpaper or also stripes being cast through bars and through light. And the whole idea behind this motif of stripes all the way through Casablanca was to create this little thing in the back of your mind of being in prison. Oh, very interesting. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, it, this sort of lattice work in this painting yeah. sort of reminds you of a, a screen that you might find in in Morocco, yeah. you know, yeah. that you can look through, but that yeah. leaves air past, but also offers shade. I think what he's doing here is in this same year, he has a fellowship to Harvard and he made three works and they're all called East Coast Light, East Coast Light, one, two, three. Yeah, And because he was on the east coast of the US, I think he's responding to that kind of grid-like pattern of North American cities and that kind of sort of structural, architectural, you know, dynamic sense mm-hmm. of those cities. So it's going to be like a time lapse of, of cars on the street. <laughs> you have red lights going on, a stream of red lights and a stream yeah. of white lights. <laughs> In a way, it could be like looking at a, a time-lapse map of New York or the highly designed cities, modern cities, where the grid is very important. Everybody lives in blocks. Well, an awful lot. I never thought I would actually end up talking about New York, Morocco, Casablanca, stripes and <laughs> textiles all out of one work of art. Again, I invite anybody to just go online to the crawfordartgallery.ie forward slash work of the week and have a look for yourself and see what you make of this week's work of the week, East Coast Light One from 1973. And we have Sean Scully to thank for that. And there he is grinning at us down at the end of the page as well. Sean, thanks a lot. And Michael, thank you too. (laughs) Thanks a million, Connor. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.